thing. Um, it's been a while since we dropped that new audio uh, sports hotness on you. We, we tried to record was it two days ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Google conspired against us. They did not want us to release an uh, NBA previews podcast. So we uh, back at you today. Uh, it sounded like an Autobot transforming. Yeah, um, uh, Dre sounded uh, like a stereotypical '80s robot. Yeah, he he and he did also sound like. Uh, 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 uh. So uh, that wasn't working. So we came back at you today um, as native Chicagoans. Uh, we want to discuss the uh, ass whooping that the Bulls received at the hands of the Miami Heat last night. Um, it the game was not nearly as close as the score indicated. Uh, it was Derrick Rose's first game, regular season game back since tearing his ACL and. Uh, the first round against the 76ers uh, two seasons ago. Um, expectations are high. I'll I'll start this conversation by saying it is only one game. I'm not going to get too worried about it. I mean, every team – I mean, the Heat lost to the freaking 76ers tonight. They're supposed to be one of the worst teams in the league. So, I mean, they are. Happen. But, uh, well, they ahead, are right? the worst team. They are the worst team in the league. <laughs> well, D-Wade didn't Without play. Question. That's not really an excuse. That's even more telling because uh, – if he's not going to play back-to-backs and stuff like that, you're going to you're going to be asking Ray Allen to play extended minutes because this guy's knee isn't quite where it needs to be. No, okay, uh, it's crazy that you're not playing the second game in a back-to-back when it's the second, second game of the season. Of the season, of the that's season. very That's a very, very telling thing Did right he have there. Any issues over the summer or in preseason? No, he was working with um, Grover all summer and getting his body back and getting his health together, blah, 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 blah. And apparently it really didn't matter because um, after practice today, his knee um, had some swelling and some soreness, and they decided to keep him out for the game against the 76ers because they just assumed, oh, we're playing the 76ers. We really don't need Dwayne Wade to win this game. And then they went out there and let um, Michael Carter-Williams bust their ass and have one of the greatest season <laughs> debuts in NBA history. Uh, so yeah, it, it didn't, it didn't really work out for them, but that is a, um, a very, a very good sign for the rest of the league. If he's going to have to take time off like that, because he, it clearly shows he's not, he's, he's not healthy. He had knee surgery two years ago. Uh, he had knee surgery a couple Olympics. Yeah, he had um he had uh, he had some stuff uh in the playoffs. He had his knee drained in the playoffs last year, the year before that. Over the summer he had a, a um surgery that's similar to what Kobe does in Germany. It's the uh United States friendly version of it, not <laughs> quite the same. Um he had that over the summer and then uh maybe 5 years ago he had a uh, surgery on his knee. So he's had a lot of surgeries on his knees, but like you said He's supposed, like I said, he's supposed to be putting his body together this summer and uh, second game of the season, and <laughs> he has to sit out like he's Steve Nash. Um, now, um, there's arthritic. There's nothing you can do about that. Believe yeah, me, I know. We just get into the heat or whatever. Let's talk about this uh, Heat Bulls game. The final score was uh, Miami Heat 107, Bulls 95. Game was not nearly that close. Not nearly that close. Actually, the Bulls had a chance to still win that game. And they, they really actually uh, shouldn't have been in the game the way they were, but they had a chance to win. They Wait, got it down to eight points. I just points. want to say, Carlos Boozer dropped 31 points. 
Yeah, yeah, he played well. The game without him, the game would have been completely out of control. Well, the thing but, that's uh, crazy too is that they were getting beat down for most of the game, and LeBron was in single digits. So you can't just it's because not even like he took over. It wasn't him. It, it, we'll get okay. The Go problem. Ahead. First of all, the takeaways. Takeaways from that game. One. Um, they have to use Carlos Boozer. If, if he's going to play like this, you have to use him. Um, two, against the Miami Heat, the Chicago Bulls have to run a different type of offense than what they run against every other team in the league. The Miami Heat is like the only team that blitz pick and rolls. They do it every time. They don't hedge. They never hedge on the screen. They blitz the uh, guy with the ball and force it to get the ball out of his hand. And a lot of what the Bulls do is they set, pick and, they set picks and screens on the baseline, and they were doing it all game against the Miami Heat and getting guys trapped on the baseline with nowhere to go. And then you have to throw the ball out to somebody with two or three seconds left on, to go on the clock, and you get a terrible 18-, 19-foot jump shot that inevitably misses, and they're running out for an easy layup or um, a three-pointer. And that is a big problem. They cannot – run baseline pick and rolls against that team. Um, second thing, uh, the bench has to be better. Yeah. Point blank. Bench has to be better. Taj Gibson has to be better than what he was. Um, Mike yeah, Dunleavy didn't really play well in the first better. half. Who, Taj? Yeah. You talking about Taj? Yeah. He was terrible. I don't, I don't care what the numbers said. He was awful. <laughs> um, he, he was terrible. That was that was uh, that was uh, one of the worst games I've seen him play in a very very long time. Uh, he has to be better. Mike Dunleavy was awful, and everybody in that second um, second string were really bad. And a lot of it has to do with they were the fact that uh, Luol and Jimmy got three fouls and played like six minutes in the first half. Where they didn't play any more minutes, which just seems to be uh, a very very. Jimmy Butler only reoccurring thing. Jimmy Butler only playing thirty minutes is very telling. Yeah, and and Luol, Luol yeah. only played like twenty nine minutes. Luol was supposed yeah. to play forty two minutes. <laughs> like both of them are going to play forty two minutes a game this season, and Joel that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah, well, he he that was his first game back. He only played nineteen minutes in the preseason, so oh, he wasn't okay. gonna um, he wasn't gonna play him because you don't want to you don't want to re aggravate that groin. So they just wanted to get him out there to run. And he played surprisingly well. He had 11 rebounds. But um, those two guys getting in foul trouble really hurt. But the bigger issue was the second-line defense was awful. I don't know what the hell Mike Dunleavy was doing out there in the first half. <laughs> um, the main thing in Chicago Bulls' defense is we squeeze the ball. Right. We don't give up corner three-pointers. And if you looked at that game – they in the first half, they were giving up a bunch of corner three-pointers. That was because guys were not getting back. They were not getting set. And there were plenty of possessions where Mike Dunleavy was doing shit that no other bull under Mike under Tom Thibodeau has ever done. He was just doing whatever the hell he wanted to do in the first half. Um, and we were getting torched. He And another thing, he's not – he's a good scheme defensive player. So he's – going to be where he should be. But if you want him to play one-on-one defense against a guy, it's it's going to be terrible. Mike Dunleavy? He couldn't stand for Yeah, that. Mike Dunleavy. Yeah, but that's what that's what he had to do. 
when they had when they had him out there. He had to play one on one defense with with guys that he couldn't stick. Um, even Ray Allen was going around him, so it led to a bunch of wide open three pointers. I think uh, Shane Battier went four for four. Norris Cole was hitting every goddamn thing he threw up. So a lot of the issues really stemmed from the fact that uh, Norris, Norris Cole and Shane Battier were combined ten for thirteen. Okay, uh, it was a lot. A lot of it was just the fact that Jimmy and Luol weren't on the court at some at at all times. One of those guys have to be on the court. They have to be. Because all of our defense is predicated on the fact that people can't go around them very easily. Um, you can't shoot 42% when, against the Heat and expect to win either. Well, that's a, a, that stems from the way they were running the offense. In the second half, I think the Bulls beat them in the second half. Well, but the outs- you can't I think let Miami outs- shoot 51%. Yeah, that, that's a, a lot of that has to do with the offense they were Jesus running. Christ, the Bulls were 7 for they 26 were, from 3? Yeah, they took a lot. Derek took like seven of them, but a lot of it was the offense they were running, and giving them wide open jump shots off of long rebounds. You can't do that if Carlos Boozer is is going the way that he's going. You throw the ball down to him as often as possible because he's getting closer shots. And even if he misses the a, a bunny, it's harder for them to get the rebound underneath the basket and run directly to the other end than it is for them to get the rebound at say the elbow and then they're off to the they're off to the races long rebounds lead to fast breaks and you don't want to get fast breaks on their team and that's that's what they had all game yesterday until the second half when they finally got a little bit of a hold on them and started making that little run in the fourth quarter they got it down to eight points and it was like three minutes left the game wasn't out of reach that they could have won the game but they brought it back single digits yeah unfortunately you know they gave up another corner three they gave up. Uh, they gave up the. It was a Norris Cole jump shot, some some nonsense like that. But uh, the bigger issue is that once again, Kirk Heinrich had he he fouled out, and then you know that last because the lineup they had BS. going, a lot of the fouls on the Bulls in that game was BS. And, Joy, let me uh, just say this: Joy Crawford is an awful official. People say he's one of the best. Every time I watch one of his games, I'm like, what is he even looking at? He makes the game about Joy Crawford and. That's this is what he does. What you just have to know that that's what he's going to do. Derek is driving to the basket. He goes up on Shane Battier. He falls on top of him. That's a foul on somebody. Even if it, you call an offensive foul, like it's on some. Like he jumped in the air and landed on top of somebody. Somebody's got to get called for a foul. Not in Joey Crawford's world. Now, if it was the other way around, if you know, LeBron will have fell on Taj Gibson. They called three fouls on Taj. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to get your ass up out of here. This is the way it goes against them. You know, you just have to be prepared for that type of stuff. But uh, most of the issues that we had just stem from just, you know, those two guys, Jimmy and um, Luol are very important to what we do. Where you yeah. don't have both of those guys on the floor, or at least one of them, it's going to be very did telling. Jimmy, did Jimmy play every minute of the Brooklyn series last year? No, he didn't play every minute, but he played, I think, like three games. He played 48 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of crazy. Yeah, I think with Luol went, uh, went out, it, I think he yeah. played 48 every minute of those uh, of those games. The second, the, the another takeaway, Jimmy Butler is real. That guy yeah. is a real Jimmy baller. Buckets. He's a hooper. You don't have to worry about the shooting guard position anymore. Jimmy Butler is a shooting guard until they trade the wall and make him the small forward. 
You think uh, they're going to trade Luke? I, I unfortunately think they have to trade Luke. Why? Because he wants too much money? No, because we need somebody who can handle the ball. We need another guy who can handle the ball, and Luol just can't do it. What you gonna? You can't. It's hard. It's gonna be hard to replace so, his defense, though. J- Jimmy Butler is a good defender. That's yeah, but good you enough. Want more, you want as many people who can play on ball defense as you can get. But where is it gonna? Where is it gotten us now? That's true. You you have to be able to score. You have to have multiple guys that can handle the ball and get to the basket. What they did in that game um, yesterday is they blitzed Derrick Rose, forced him to pass the ball, and made the other guys do something, and the other guys couldn't do anything. What did you think of Derrick Rose's 4-for-15 performance? I think he was too hype. I mean, it wasn't about any defense that they were playing on him, um, him being out of rhythm or being, you know, yeah. It, his athleticism is is gone and all this other nonsense that you're reading on message boards and the the heat got its number. He was just too excited for that game because he was missing wide open shots that he normally hits, that he was hitting in the preseason and he got in that game and was excited about the game and he missed them. I guarantee you tomorrow's game, because we're recording this on Wednesday and to, uh, Thursday, uh, the 31st of uh, October, the Bulls play the uh, Knicks. They play the Knicks. And I guarantee you the same shots that he missed against um, um, against Miami, he's going to hit those exact same shots against uh, New York. I, I can almost guarantee you because now the same way we saw Miami let down in this game against Philadelphia, you're going to see Derrick Rose exhale because that was a big <laughs> first game for him. I mean, I know he played in the preseason, but, you know, that's the big – that's the first game, first regular season game he's played in – over 550 days. So it's a big deal. He was excited about it, and he went out there, and it showed. I don't think you're going to have those same issues with him. He's going to settle back into what he was doing in the preseason, and that'll be that. I'm not really worried about Derek. A lot of people are, are like, what the hell was wrong with him in that game? He was excited. Like, anybody would be excited if that was your first game back off of a huge injury. You didn't play basketball for you. You'd be excited to play basketball. And against one of the fastest defensive teams in the league. I mean, yeah, it, it, it was a, it, it was yeah. He'll be all right, and the next time we play in Miami, it won't be, it won't be like that. I can almost guarantee you that that that, that won't happen again because in the second half they figured that team out. It took them a, a half to figure it out. It took Mike Dunleavy. That was probably the most intense game Mike Dunleavy has ever played in his NBA career. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's been on teams that haven't made the playoffs. And you got Tony Snell in the game, and that was a big problem. Tony Snell was not prepared to be in that game, and unfortunately he had to play in the game. Uh, so, it, you know, stuff like that, you know, it, it matters. Um, first game jitters and things like that. Guys who never played a meaningful basketball game in the NBA, and the first game you come out and you're playing with the Chicago Bulls and you're playing the Miami Heat, their biggest rival, on, on ring ceremony night. So it's a big thing and it's a bunch of uh, media around and the atmosphere is, is electric. So, you know, guys were a little bit, of, a little bit excited. It took them some time to settle down, but once they settled down, the bulls were doing what the bulls normally do. They were grinding them down, getting stops and hitting shots. I mean, that's what they do. And it didn't change overnight people. So everyone can, you know, really just like just calm down 
Miami Heat fans, relax. Y'all I mean, lost to not, Philadelphia today. This isn't football. You know, it's 82 games. Yeah, it's just one game. It's one game out of a very, very long season. You have to take into account that the starting lineup had never played a minute together. Not right. one minute, not a second. They never been on the floor together. Um, you got when Noah was able to play, Jimmy was out. Uh, just that you know, just let the game be what it was. Forget about it. You know, I watched that game. I watch. I watched the game again just to get a feel for what was going on. And um, I'm not really worried about the Chicago Bulls. Um, not at all. I well, think. I want to touch on something that we were talking about before we start recording. Uh, this is the first year that I got NBA League Pass. I was watching some a little bit earlier. That shit is spectacular. <laughs> like in some in some ways, it is actually better than um, than sun, the NFL Sunday Ticket just because of all the options. There's more games you get, you know, to choose which broadcast you want to hear. Like I was watching the New York game earlier, and it's like shit. I want to hear Mike Green. Yeah, I was um, telling my wife the funny one of the the good things about this is um, that I can watch. Every single game, it just keeps flicking back. And she, she was asking me, why are you turning into every game? I'm like, why not? Like, I, I, yeah, like, why I turned – I turned. Uh, why, not? why not? I turned the channel here, and Kevin Love is shooting the three. Yeah, I, I turned turn the channel right as he cashed that three to send the game into overtime. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then I turned to uh, – to the to the OKC game, and I see Kevin Durant draining the three, and I turn another channel, and I see Stephen Curry hitting the three. It's like it was. It's always something going I, I on. I turned to the Knicks game and saw them almost blow a twenty five point lead at home. Yeah, I don't even know. I turned to that game; they were up by twenty five, and then I, I turned away from the game. They just and they um, the ball over. It was eighty eighty. Turning the ball over. You know, Karan Butler thought he was five years younger. He was, you know, cashing the three here and there. It, it was it's, – it's interesting because I actually kind of forgot that I had it because yesterday was the first day of the season. Those were national games. So today I was sitting there and everybody's talking about that Miami. Oh, Miami lost to Philadelphia. And I was like, wait a second. I could have been watching that shit. What was I thinking? Because I totally forgot. I did too until um... – Somebody I know told me that they were watching it, and I was like, "Oh, that's right, we do have this until the yeah. um, until <laughs> the." I am paying good fifth. money for this uh, feature. How much? I, I'm trying to remember. It's what is it? 189 dollars. Uh, is that for the the pick five, or is that for uh, all thirty teams? Uh, I got all thirty teams. Uh, from uh, it is thirty dollars a month for six months. I think. $31? So that's, that's the 180 I wonder yeah. how much it is for the pick five then. Now, Probably how does like, that work? You, you, pick, you pick five teams that you want to watch. and It's 30 fucking teams. Yeah, but, you know, you don't want to watch every team. Like, I don't want to watch that random game where Sacramento is playing Bobcats or something like that. Mm, I really don't care true. about that. No, I don't know about so. that. I see that. Shit, that's um, why um, a lot of people were doing, like, their league pass teams – and I think I can't remember the guy's name. It's like a hardwood paroxysm or something like that. He said that oh, the yeah, Chicago, yeah. the Chicago Bulls, um, is like the one team you want to stay away from, and you got a lot of, a lot of shit because of it. Why you say that? 
because he said the Bulls are boring. He's been saying he he doesn't like the Bulls. He's been saying that for a while. He thinks the Bulls are boring. Are boring team to watch. San Antonio Spurs, huh? Yeah, that's basically what he was saying. He's like, it's like when Derrick Rose isn't there, they're boring. Like, but last year they gave you one of the, the most exciting playoff series against um, uh, Brooklyn, and one of the most exciting playoff games. So I don't. I mean, I guess maybe we're biased because we're Bulls fans because a lot of people don't like the Bulls apparently, but they just want to see Derrick Rose. And if Derrick Rose isn't playing, they don't really. Um, they don't really want to watch it. Teams aren't necessarily the easiest to watch if you aren't like really, really into basketball. Yeah. So if I do like a pick five, I, I'm I've been trying to figure out who I'm going to do. I know for sure one of the teams is going to be Golden State. So you just did you didn't buy it yet, or you just using a preview? Yeah, this is a preview. Yeah, preview for two weeks, right? No, I got. Come on, man, down in Atlanta, I got to see be able to see the Bulls games. Yeah, I know you bought it. I know you got hey, it. Hey, man, uh, yeah, I, I damn near got center ice, okay? I was close. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> but I, I, there's a couple teams that I definitely want to be able to watch every night. But then I think about it, like, these are the teams that are probably going to be on every night anyway. You, the so thing it's you always... can do, the thing you actually can do is go to NBA.com and look at the schedule, and they'll tell you. You know, it'll show you which games is national and which games aren't. So that'll give you a good idea of the ones that you will want to watch. I know I won't go to state for sure. Um, probably the Clippers, Brooklyn. Uh, no need to get Miami because they're going to be on TV all the time. I'm mad I missed the Brooklyn game. I didn't get a chance to see any of it, and they lost. Yeah, they lost. Kyrie had a pretty good game. Um, Andrew Bynum actually played. What? Yeah, he played. Now, what was up with uh, Greg Oden? He didn't play last night, right? Nah, he wasn't even active. Oh, really? He's not even night. on the active he was roster? In, um, he was in street clothes. What's up with he was, that? Uh, he might be on the active roster, but he didn't dress. He didn't dress uh, because he's he's not going to be playing anytime soon. Oh, really? <laughs> nah. Mm. Nah, they don't, they're not going to play. They're, they're going to use him like the Bulls used to do Bill Cartwright. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna try to save him until he, uh, Til they go against a big man until, that they need him for. Yeah, until they go against uh, Roy Hibbert or against the Bulls, or maybe not even against the Bulls because um, the the one thing that that hurts them, the Bulls don't have enough of. We don't have enough scoring bigs. I feel like we've gotten into like a rock paper scissors situation uh, with us, Miami, and the Pacers. So we can't like Miami can beat us. We can beat the Pacers, and the Pacers give Miami problems. And it's like it just keeps going and going and going. So we just gotta hope that before we get to the place where we would have to face Miami, that the Pacers knock them off because we could beat we could beat Indiana, but I don't think with the team that we have right now, I don't think this team can beat Miami. I don't see it happening. Well, going, I almost want them to make injuries, a trade. Injuries got it. It's going to make a huge difference this season as well. Yeah, if Dwayne Wade is missing games uh, left and right because of a knee issue, then yeah, that definitely changes things. But he out here doing if he's moderately healthy, and shit. he wish he was Tim Duncan now. <laughs> if he's moder- if he's moderately healthy, I don't think we could beat them. We. They have more ball handlers and more uh, three point shooting. I would have thought that after so many years. Last night. 
he he went back and tripped over the dude's leg. He did get crossed though. I mean, yeah, he did. He tripped over whoever's at the screen. He tripped over their leg. It's the, it, it, it just looked know, nasty though. It just looked bad. Yeah, it looked bad, but it wasn't. It, Norris Cole didn't cross him and make him fall. That is almost blasphemous to say. <laughs> <laughs> look good on the sports in the top ten though. Yeah, it looked good. It looked good for him. The Lakers are getting ass beat. Who are they playing right now? They playing Golden State and uh, what's the score? I tried to watch it. What channel is that? Is that on NBA TV or something? Uh, it's on NBA TV. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on NBA it's TV. Blacked out. They're losing about thirty points. So what? Wow. Yeah, and the Clippers should be ashamed of themselves. Yep. I, I wrote the top five things I learned from and from yesterday's opening night, and one of the things is that they are going to have a very difficult time um, figuring out how to play Doc Rivers' defense. And I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. They're not used to somebody who can actually coach. That say that one more time. <laughs> I always I've been arguing with one of my friends about Vinny Del Negro, and he's just like Vinny Del Negro got like a raw deal in here in, uh, in L.A. and in Chicago. Shit. I'm like the fact that he got a deal. Period is is like look, a godsend. Terrible for coach. Let's look at the Bulls. They basically had the same roster for. The couple of years he was here, the two play, the two eight seed years, and then the next year with Tibbs, it was pretty much the same team, right? Nah, they went out there and got uh, Kyle Korver, Ronnie Brewer, they had a Marisheet, they had uh, C.J. Watson. Uh, yeah, but still, are those players really that responsible Carlos. for going to the eight seed to the first one seed, or is it a lot of coaching too? It was a lot of coaching, but those guys were definitely uh, they were the big. They were the benchmark. Benchmark. We had the best bench in the league that year. But I think a lot of it is coaching. But it was too, definitely a lot like, of coaching. I feel like besides the sheet, you know, Brewer and CJ ain't really done nothing since they left. Yeah. Well, no, I, I won't. I, I won't say that because CJ Watson had a pretty good season for Brooklyn because. Uh, um, hey man, he passed on me. Darren was hurt and he was starting for a while. That's all I'm gonna say. His basketball, yeah, like, I don't know. Terrible. I, I, I don't know why he did that. Well, he came from the same. Um, he came from Golden State when they had Don Nelson as a coach, and the only thing he taught was run and gun. Yeah. So it took a while for Tib for, for Thibs to even break him of the bad basketball habits that Don Nelson had the uh, had taught him. He didn't know how to be a point guard. He had no idea what what it took to be a point guard. They're about to let Clay Thompson score forty points tonight. He got thirty seven. <laughs> <laughs> he got 37 in the third quarter. So wow. He might go for 50. Who wow. knows? Wow. They're going to keep him out there until <laughs> until he scores as many points as he can because he's still out in the game right now. Uh, well, I mean, it's a long season. I think the East at the, the top top four or five teams is going to be very interesting. Um, that's It's always good when both conferences, you never really know who's going to come out. Like, there's a favorite, but other teams can – possibly do something with the right moves or the right injuries. So that's always good because I feel like the last two years, people were just like, it's going to be Miami in the finals, and then we'll see who else makes it. Well, it wasn't uh, It wasn't almost that uh, this year. Indiana gave them everything, they, or last year. Indiana gave them everything they could handle. That's true. That was um, a very – my only issue with Indiana, they're a good team, right? They, I, I feel like they yeah, got overrated because of that series. Yeah. I mean, they only won 48 games last year. It ain't like they was dominating. I don't. They're, 
they're better. They're a team that's literally built for playoffs. They're, yeah. Okay. And that's r- really all that matters. And they're a much better team now than they were last year. They got Scola. They got C.J. Watson, Copeland. Um, Danny Granger. Then you get Danny Granger there. back whenever he gets back on the Possibly. floor. Maybe. Uh, he's gonna. He, I know he's gonna miss the first at least two games or maybe two weeks rather with a calf strain. It's always something with that guy. They should have traded him when they had the chance. Yeah. But uh, they're, they're they're a better team. I, I will admit every one of their every one of their um, flaws from last year they they kind of fixed them. So we'll see what happens. They're I know. I I think that if. They played Miami again. Um, I think they'll. I think they'll beat them this time. To be completely honest with you, that's possible. I mean, they are a much, much better team. You got a long way to go, but it's going to be a good season. You got anything else you want to touch on, Dre? Yeah, provided everyone stays healthy. Nah, that's pretty much it. That's Just keep everybody, you know, keep your heads about that damn Bulls game. <laughs> it's one game, and they could have rolled over when there was a twenty-five point lead. Yeah. Taking like a thirty-five or forty-point ass whooping, and they got that down to eight points with three minutes left, with the opportunity to win the game. And and if Luol hits a damn three-pointer, it's down to five with three minutes left. He missed that three-pointer. They went down and hit a three-pointer, and that was pretty much the end of the game. But the Bulls are going to be fine in Chicago. Um, don't listen to people to to Miami Heat fans because they don't fucking exist. <laughs> I just want to say today proves everybody needs to calm down. Bulls fans, Heat fans, just fans in general. Like it's just too much of the season left to be either way. You know, just just relax, let, let it play out. But we'll uh, we'll actually it's one game. Yeah, we're gonna make sure that we like come I back. said, we you lost to Philadelphia. And yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure <laughs> not a lot of people are gonna lose to Philadelphia this year. Um. We're going to make sure we come back at y'all a lot sooner than the, than the last time. They got 10 wins. That's what you think? 10 wins? Would that be the worst ever? Yeah. I, they, they got nine more wins coming, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel I, I got a feeling that the Bots uh, may have had one of those really, really terrible seasons somewhere in the mix. I'd have to look at the uh, look at the all-time worst uh, seasons. I have a feeling somebody else had one of those terrible seasons. Uh, Dre, uh, tell the people where they can find you, man. But if it is the worst, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, you can find us uh Twitter. It's a two sources. You can find me on Stitcher at according to sources. You can find me on Facebook according to sources. You can find the website <laughs> at according to sources.com. Um, we're on iTunes. It's according to sources. If you want to go back and listen to some of the older podcasts, we always have. I mean, nothing, nothing's wrong with going back and listening to old stuff. You're at work. You're not doing work anyway. So you might as well just listen to a podcast, listen to us, you know, talk sports and shit. It doesn't matter. You're not doing your job. Why not listen to a good <laughs> podcast? Um, hit us up on Facebook. I'm always on Facebook. We, we hold good conversations on Facebook. Uh, guys are always arguing. Guys are always saying stupid shit that I completely disagree with all the time. But it's always fun. Everybody's always respectful. It's always a good conversation. And if you're on Twitter, follow me on Twitter. I mean, you don't even have to follow the According to Sources um, podcast. Let's look for um, my my at name is seldom seen. But if you type nobody in, I'll come up. 
uh, follow me there because I do most of my sports talking on my personal account anyway. I always have we always have good conversations on Twitter uh, as well when we're not doing the uh, ETMF Twitter ratchetness stuff that I do. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, uh, you can find us on a bunch of different places, a bunch of different avenues, whatever you want to talk about. So long as it's not baseball, because I didn't watch one inning of the World Series. Uh, uh, yeah, any the, other sport you want to talk Sox, about, uh, you know, hit us up. The Red Sox were celebrating their World Red Championship when we started this uh, podcast. And I couldn't care any less than I do. Uh, but we, we're, we're, we're always ready to talk. If you want to send us an email, it's according to sources at gmail.com. Everything is with a two. Send us an email. If you want to be a guest on the show, we're always ready to argue with you. So send us that email. Let us know what you want to talk about. We'll call you in, let you ask a question. We could talk to you while we're doing the podcast. All that good stuff. All right. You heard the man. Do what he says. Uh, we'll come at you hopefully in the next week or so. Uh, life be getting in the way sometimes, but we're going to we're gonna give y'all what y'all want, all right? Um, Till the next time, I'm Sean. He's Dre. This is According to Sources Podcast. We out. Oh, 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 oh,